Hello, hello, hello. It is another Monday and what do you know? Patapos na actually. Tapos na ang May. Hello, TR. This is our 11th episode of Season 3. This is Off the Record with Mix. And I'm Cheska. And we have another jam-packed episode of Off the Record tonight. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my goodness. We are going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. We are going to be talking to a freshly retired PBA legend. And uh, we are doing a first tonight as well. Kasi may mga yes. kakausapin tayong tag ng yes. NBA MIG. And yun nga no, exciting because it's been a while, Cheska, since we've had a basketball episode. And for today, yes. it's very timely. We're talking about the NBA playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, isa pa lang o dalawa pa lang ang nai-sweep. Ang dal- Hindi, well, actually, isa pa lang pala. Alright, sa stage in the, in, the, in the playoffs. Isa pa lang, sorry, sorry. Don't, don't be mad at me, NBA fans. Isa pa lang na sweep, isa pa lang natatalo. Milwaukee Bucks. Palang po ang naga advance second round, but for more yes, NBA playoffs discussion. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sila pa. Honestly, why I was saying teka teka lang, pointing busina naman ng. But anyway, I didn't see your reaction check because I was looking at the standing. So sorry, sorry, sorry. I know it's very special. Pero Cheska, yung Warriors ko naman na eliminate sa play in. Let's introduce our basketball analysts. Tonight, coaches uh, from their respective universities. First up, we have Coach Enzo Floho from the Ateneo Blue Eaglets. Coach Enzo, and of course, Hi, coach. assistant coach for the UP Fighting Maroons, Coach Mark Tandan. Enzo, I just want to ask you, tuto ang Lakers ngayon, Chakasans. What do you think about that series, Enzo? Um, I actually thought that it would be a gentleman sweep mix after. The Lakers won games two and three. I felt like okay, bawala nato bahanggang game five na lang. But the win by Phoenix earlier today was uh, a pleasant surprise. No? A pleasant mean pleasant because I want you know the playoffs to be as long as possible, and I think we're getting a a pretty good pushback from the Phoenix Suns. No? CP3, I think a lot of fans counted him out already after lackluster performance in games two and three, but he uh, he came up big today. And of course, coupled with the injury to uh, Anthony Davis at halftime, and then KCP also out to the Lakers, uh, it was uh, it was parang the the right uh, ingredients for an upset, so to speak. No? Uh, but of course, if you ask Phoenix, it's not an upset because they are you know uh, the, the two seed in the in the Western Conference. So it's it's turning out to be a good series. But as good as Phoenix's win was today. You know, I think I think LA will just win games five and six and uh, and move on to the to the second round already. Uh, LeBron was saying something like, if AD can't step up or if he can't make it, then you know his shoulders. These shoulders were built for a reason. <laughs> wow! But <laughs> yes, no, because we know how hard he works in the gym. We know the kind of time and money he invests in his own body. Um, but of course, when you're talking about LeBron James, there is so much pressure uh, in terms of how people look at you. One wrong move, one mishap on the court, then people will start judging you, bashing you, and that sort of thing. But what is it about LeBron James that just makes him 
the player that he is, that regardless of the pressure, regardless of the scenario, he will still come out as LeBron. LeBron is like what you said, Jessica. He's invested so much in in his physique, in in his uh, endurance, and you know if you compare him to other all-time greats, uh, of course MJ is there, Magic, Kobe, and so many other really really all-time great players. So what kind of separates LeBron right now is the longevity. He's been so effective at a top tier level, you know, when many of his contemporaries have already either retired, like Dwayne Wade, or have gone down in productivity, like like Carmelo Anthony, but LeBron is still there. He's still at the very top of, of his game. And uh, even if he's not playing a full season, even if some fans might say, uh, he's, you know, he's load managing and stuff like that, in this day and age, you got to admit that you, you kind of have to play the game like that eh, to be effective in the real season. And we are in the real season right now in the playoffs. So for me, that's one of the things that, that makes LeBron, you know, really great right now. Coach Mark, is the seventh seed, is that just a number? Do you think that they'll be able to advance further in the playoffs, speaking of the Lakers? Well, uh, alam naman natin lahat, and we all saw towards the end of the season that a lot of teams higher than the Lakers were trying to tank in order to avoid the so-called seventh seed. Because, I mean, they understood that the Lakers were coming into the playoffs at full strength. Uh, they had everyone back all, all at the right time. So they knew that the Lakers being, you know, defending champions, having LeBron and AD fully healthy, they would be a very tough, probably the toughest seventh seed in NBA playoff history. Um, you don't see a defending champion with that much talent uh, being a seed that low. So you could kind of understand why Lippers and why the Nuggets were trying to avoid them early uh, in the first round. But a lot of um, experts uh, were saying that the best time to play the Lakers were in the first round when you were just starting to get their legs under them. And you know, when, once they got started rolling towards um, the latter part of the playoffs, that's when the Lakers will be very tough to beat. But you know, it's unfortunate that AD got injured uh, in this game. You know, it's injuries are part of the game. You really can't avoid you know those things. But you know, I think um, the Lakers were built. Rob Pelinka and their management built that team to weather any injuries. And so far, I think that team is deep enough to get past the Phoenix Suns in the first round. Bubusi na lang ako kay Cheska, kasi kanina na mentioned ko kanina na yung Milwaukee Bucks kasi. Yung Milwaukee Bucks. I was going to my next question, by the way, because I felt like it was an elephant in the room that had to be addressed. Okay, go ahead, Cheska. If you're going to ask it to Coach Mark, go ahead. Okay, so. Ow. No, because, so obviously we've seen what happened to the Miami Heat at the hands of the Milwaukee Bucks. And people are saying that, oh, the Heat making it to the finals last year, that was just a fluke. Um, and whatever, whatever that was, whatever the Heat showed um, in, this, in this season, that's really what the Heat are. Um, but what exactly happened when the Heat faced the Bucks? What went wrong? Well, I mean, it's a number of things. Um, I think the Heat were really banking on the development of Tyler Hero taking the next step in this, this season, but um, unfortunately, he wasn't able to do that. They were also banking on the development of Duncan Robinson. But 
people start to forget that they had the second shortest offseason one day less than the Lakers. Um, they also lost their whole starting, well, their whole frontline rotation in Jay Crowder, Derek Jones, uh, Myers Leonard. Uh, so they only basically bought back Bama Adebayo in the front line. So they're really short um, in regards to their rotation. Plus, they also had their injuries to Jimmy Butler, um, Victor Oladipo, who they traded for during the trade deadline. He also got injured after the season. So there were a lot of things that worked against Miami. And then they unfortunately start to run into the bus who were very, very motivated in you know, getting back at them for uh, eliminating the Bucks the last playoffs. Enzo, when we look at the standings, when we look at the bracket, it's kind of, you know, the West teams and the East teams have something in common. When you look at the West teams, yung, ano ngayon, yung mga series ngayon, it's either 2-1, actually most of them are tied at 2-2, two yeah. But uh, we're just waiting for the Utah and Memphis game for it to be officially at four games. Pero pagdating naman ta East, you know, everybody's leading three games to none or three games to one, right? Um, what did you see maybe in the style of play pagdating sa East and West? Well, I think that you know, in the in the Eastern Conference in particular, Meg, there are you know there were some players who um were coming into the playoffs being hyped up and you know because they played really well. In the, uh, in the in the regular season, heading into the playoffs, so, but maybe because it's their first time in the playoffs, first time leading a team, all those factors probably played against them. It's one person in particular I'm talking about is New, is a New York's Julius Randle. He's a he's a guy who you know he had a, a breakout season um, this season for the New York Knicks, and for me he was maybe one of the top uh, ten forwards in the whole league in terms of the regular season, especially the way he just carried this Knicks team. But so far, in the playoffs, he's been a shell of himself. This is a guy who should be a 2010 guy at least for the Knicks. But right now, I think he's, he's still averaging a double-double, but I think it's closer to 13 or 14 points and maybe 11 rebounds, which is still respectable. But if you're going up against an Atlanta Hawks team that is surging right now being carried by Trey Young that's you know that's just not going to be enough and you know in kakasabi lang ani coach mark no, about Miami and Milwaukee for me that was a big surprise you no know, as 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 depleted as Miami was um i don't think anybody expected you know that they'd get swept in the first round that they'd be the first team um out of the playoffs already and like what coach mark said it's it's because from Miami. It's not the same Miami team that made it to the finals last season. But at the same time, it's also a testament to the growth. Um, so the exciting, you know, things happening on both sides of the bracket. But like what you said, Migs, numbers-wise, it seems like the West is a little more unpredictable because you have three series that are tied at 2-2. You have Memphis going into game four, probably very motivated. Especially after what happened to Ja Morant's family, you know, the things that, you know, were, were said to them. I, I think that's going to light a fire in Ja Morant. And really, if I were Utah's backcourt, I'd be, I'd be preparing for a big, you know, a monster Ja Morant game in, in Game 4. I wouldn't be surprised if that goes 2-2 as well, actually. Ako si Paul. Come listen to our podcast called 
Stories Philippines Podcast, the very first Pinoy Horror Anthology Podcast. Pakinggan ang mga kwentong nakakatakot, nakakakilabot, at hayaan mo kaming iparamdam sa iyo na hindi ka nag-iisa sa kinauupuan mo. Available in all major podcast platforms powered by Podcast Network Asia. I'm glad you brought up the incident with Jamarant's family because this yeah. has to be addressed. We've seen yep. really reprehensible behavior from fans yep. lately. And yep. it wasn't a one-time thing. It was one game after another. Different teams, yep. different arenas. We have right. um, Jamarant's family being verbally attacked. Uh, we have um, Russell Westbrook walking out yep. of the stadium, getting popcorn poured on him uh and then Kyrie Irving getting a water bottle thrown at him what <sighs> uh obviously um there have been fans that have been banned from the arena but is there anything else that has to be done regarding these incidents because there seems to be like if you read the comments somehow though there are a good number of people who say he gets paid millions. He should stop being a baby. But like it's still. Well, I guess for a lot of people, I guess also in the states, they actually see these basketball players as entertainment. So you know they get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to you know play basketball, but they don't really understand what goes into being a top tier athlete. Not only in the NBA, but you know, being a, an athlete who's recognized around the world, there's a lot of responsibility, you know, in terms of how you show yourself uh, in the media, how you take care of your own body. How, you know, in case in point, it's LeBron. I mean, he's been the focal point of all kinds of criticisms throughout his 18 years in the NBA, and somehow, some way, he has stayed relatively bulletproof uh, in terms of all that criticism and all the stuff that's going on, people are saying about him. And I'm sure he hears it every day. He hears it online. And he's very present in social media. You know, and it's, I think, given how the atmosphere of the NBA and how connected it is to social media, it's very hard to avoid, you know, all those people who view them as entertainment because they don't have an idea of what it took for those players to get to that point in their life from where they came from, what they sacrificed, and what they had to do to be a LeBron James, to be a John Morant, to be a Russell Westbrook. And some people don't really have an idea of you know, what they did to get there to that point. And sad to say that a lot of people are very narrow-minded when it comes to things like this. And for them, it's all about you know, entertain us, your basketball player, to go play. You know, people will tell them to shut up and dribble. But it's more than that. They're not just basketball players. They're fathers, they're men, they're brothers, they're sons. And it's very sad to see that kind of behavior, especially now that fans are finally back. And it's so good to see, you know, I saw Madison Square Garden going wild. And it's ruined by that one moment of that one guy spitting on Trey Young. Yumpa! Yumpa! Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know... 
the worst thing you can do in a pandemic is you spit on another person. Exactly. Exactly. Nadama yung nasa harapan yung babae sa harapan, di ba? Nadama yung siya. Yung actress, si Julian Moore. That was Julian Moore. Okay. She was watching the game. That was Julian Moore? Coach Mark? Yeah. Si Julian Moore. Yeah. Make sure na she took off her mask to like, just the picture and show. It's crazy. That's like the worst thing you can do in a pandemic is to spit on another person. Yeah. I I don't know how they're going to handle that. You know, people get arrested, they get banned from the arena, but what's to stop the next person from doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I like the fact that the NBA is trying to come down hard on on these airing fans. Of course, you have to make it clear now, the normal NBA fan, normal, you know, the regular NBA fan, you know, will not really behave like that, no? So it, it's really weird that these things are happening, you know, not like what Cheska said, in more than one game, on more than one instance already, no? And in different different ways, you have a spit here, you have popcorn, you have water, you have, you know, racist slurs being hurled. These are not representatives of, of all fans from those particular cities, but at the same time, the league really has to, one, they have to, um, send a message and I've used, if you do this this is your consequence for me personally don't just ban them from that arena I mean ban them from from ever being season yeah. ticket holders you yeah. know again because this is this is great it's not just tagging someone on Twitter and saying buloka or anything like that this is really live and in person you are really um, degrading these these amazing amazing athletes with good platforms and, you know, many of these guys are role models for, for young people as well. So the league has to come down. But at the same time, moving forward, Coach Mark, you have to, they have to put systems in place to kind of prevent something like this from happening in the future. In Jamarant's family's case, does that mean that families of players and coaches have to be seated in their own box elsewhere? I don't know. Maybe that's one thing they can think of. Or, but they have to think of punitive. They have to think of something preventive as well, you know, at some point in the future. But there, there are much smarter people out there in the NBA who can probably think of, of those measures. Parang nabasa ni Coach Endo yung thought mo kanina. Sabi niya kanina, I don't know, um, I don't know if I missed it. Sabi ni Endo, kasi nga naman, multi-millionaire player ka na dapat na sa VIP box na ang family niya. So tingin mo ba parang dislike maybe, uh, President yung nangyari kay Jamaran to better you know, protect like these people. Not naman protect, but siguro avoid those kinds. Because if it can happen to Jamaran, it can happen to like Rudy Gobert. Or even yeah, Jordan I mean, Clarkson. Right? Yeah. Diba? To be honest, that's one possible measure. I, I was listening to an NBA podcast earlier today. I think it was either Jaden Rose or Richard Jefferson who actually suggested that same thing. No? Um, of course, that has certain drawbacks din. Because eh? parang um, you're basically telling the family, you know, you can't sit here. You have to sit mm-hmm. up there in the box, mm-hmm. diba? It's for your own safety. But you know, if if I'm if I'm Jordan Clarkson's brother, for example, I want I want to be behind the bench. I want to sit yeah. there to cheer for my brother right there. So, you know, damn whoever is gonna sit around me, whatever, whatever. So may mga ganun ding usapan, diba? So it has to be studied um, carefully, I guess, and. It has to be very well thought out moving forward. Because you can send mixed signals and mixed messages with whatever measures you put in place. All right, Mark, uh, as we wrap up our discussion, Coach Mark, uh, 
ngayon na nakikita natin yung playoffs ngayon, no? yung medyo nagkakaroon na ng konting, you know, uh, hindi naman finality, pero konting leaning towards, you know, the brackets and the other teams that are going to advance. We're going to pick uh, between these teams. Who do you think yung mga top of mind mo na mag-advance na kagad to the next round, Coach Mark? So, uh, East and West. Siguro sa West, you know, I favorite to come through because the way I see it, the West is so matched up. Aside from, you know, um, personal-wise, I think the matchups are also great. Denver and Portland, the Lakers and the Suns. Siguro yung pinaka-angat lang would be Jazz over the Grizzlies, but you never know because the, the, those Grizzlies are a very, very pretty bunch. But um, I'm picking the higher seeds to come through. So it's Utah, it's uh, Denver, except for the Clippers. Let's go Mavs. So, <laughs> let's go Mavs. Of course, I'm picking my Lakers to go through, all the way through. I'm, I'm a late guy. But the way I see it, you know, the higher seeds, young Utah, you have Denver. So I have Utah coming through. I have the Lakers coming through. And then um, Mavs. It's a Mavs. But you know, the way the Clippers are rolling right now, and it's Luka versus everyone else, it's very hard to hope for, Dal- for Dallas to get that upset. But, you know, the Clippers are coming through. Um, Denver, Portland, it's, it's, it's tough to say because... The way Portland is playing and how good that backward is, especially with Norman Powell there, it's very hard. I think it goes to Game Seven and then toss up na, because they're so matched up. Uh, angat in Denver in terms of their front line, angat yung Portland in terms of their backcourt. So it's really going to be it's going to fall down on how good um, Portland's supporting cast and they run a very thin bench. They have Simons, they have mellow and means on counter for like three minutes <laughs> it's a very thin bench and magkakaalaman talaga and the same with denver runs a very thin bench monte morris um paul Millsap, and what's his name um shaquille um what's his name? shaquille the guard who they send after dame from time to time so yeah. it's it's going to be a war of attrition it's going to go to game seven and it's really a toss-up between denver and portland I'm hoping and I'm praying that the Lakers get through all these injuries and, and then we get through the <laughs> conference finals and then we'll see from there. But and with the East pretty defined, malaki yung gap between the higher seeds and the lower seeds. You got Brooklyn's is too much for the for Boston, Philadelphia is too much for the Wizards. Um, you're gonna have I don't see the Knicks winning another game with Randall playing the way he is, and D Rose cannot do it by himself. So I, I really have the Hawks coming through and all the top seeds going through. So pretty defined the money yung, yung it's a very big gap between the four, top four seeds and the lower seeds east. Sa east, yun eh, may, may mga nag-3-1 na eh, tas na Bucks. So given that these teams that are leading by 3-1 will advance, like Philadelphia, Atlanta, and then Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Yeah. How do you think Philadelphia and Atlanta is going to fare and Milwaukee and Brooklyn is going to fare? In? Well, uh, jumping from what Coach Mark said, Mig, so even in the second round, at least for that Philadelphia-Washington, uh, Philadelphia-Atlanta matchup, 
Um, I think that's pretty well defined also. The way Joel Embiid has been playing, I mean, he's he's been crazy good in the in the NBA playoffs. So I think he's averaging close to 30 points, uh, about seven rebounds a game, uh, shooting like 65, 66% from the field. That's just mind-blowingly insane, though. And I don't think, I mean, as, go- as good as Atlanta has been and the I don't think they have anyone who can who can, who can really contain um, Joel Embiid um, in the second round. And Trey Young, I think they'll have a a pretty difficult time, more challenging time trying to get around the defense of Ben Simmons. So Simmons for me has been has been actually surprisingly quite effective here in the in the playoffs, so playmaking wise, and even defensively. He's not known for that. Actually, that's one of his known weaknesses. But so far, or maybe maybe Washington against them. No, but so far he's looked pretty good uh, on both ends of the floor. So if he keeps that up, I think it will be another short series in the second round against the Hawks. Young Milwaukee against Brooklyn, though that that's gonna be that's fun. that's gonna be something. That's that's, gonna be fun. that's a series that I hope goes seven games. So, I mean, you got a lot of really good matchups right there, but you have. You have um, Giannis against KD. Yun palang maglalaway ka na sa you know possibilities of that of that matchup. Eh? And then you have Drew Holiday. Yeah, he's a good guard, but who who's who who is he gonna guard? Is he gonna guard guard Tyree? And then who's gonna guard James? Is he gonna guard James Harden? And who's gonna guard Tyree? May ganong chest match na mangyayare. But the front line does does anybody on Brooklyn's front line? Can anybody match up well if Brooke Lopez turns out to be an X factor as well for Milwaukee? So there are many permutations about about who's gonna step up and who's gonna be uh, the breakout guy in that series. But all I hope for is that it goes seven games. I think I think whoever wins that Milwaukee Brooklyn matchup will face. I don't want to jinx Coach Mark's team, eh? but whoever wins between Milwaukee and Brooklyn, I think will face the Lakers in the finals. But I hope I don't jinx Coach Mark's team. Because I have a lot of questions for Lakers fans also. So, pass and tabi na lang sa kanila. Grade 1 strain lang si AD. It's only a grade 1 strain. You can still come back. Ito yung mga gusto natin sa mga analysts and fans also. That they give predictions. And we can't wait for those predictions. Maybe they come to life. Maybe they do. Maybe they won't. Alright? But at least now, you know, we have something to look forward to. Uh, two para din sa mga catching up now sa NBA playoffs. Baka sana po magkaroon kayo ng idea on what are the latest storylines now. Of course, courtesy of Coach Mark Tandan and Enzo Floho. So this has been our NBA analysis for tonight. So once again, Coach Mark, Coach thank Enzo, you. thank you so much for joining us here on thank Off the Record. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Take care, guys. There you have it. NBA analysis. Up next, we will have Pinoy Sakuragi right here on Off the Record after this very, very short break. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.